Show your patriotism with the flag from the United States Flag Service. They offer premium, high-quality flags that are made in the USA. Whether it's the grand old flag, your favorite military flag, or a historical flag, celebrate your freedom with the flag from the United States Flag Service. Go to usflagservice.com. That's usflagservice.com to see their selection of available flags. And then call 1-800-USA-FLAG to purchase your flag today. USA Flag Service. Fly your flag for freedom. The following program does not necessarily reflect the views of the staff or management of WFMD. Now, the Jen Charlton Show on 930 WFMD and WFMD.com. Telling it like it is with your host, Jen Charlton. Good morning, everyone. Welcome. It's great to have you here with us on this bright and sunny day. And I am taking on something today that I vowed I would oh so long ago. And it feels like the right time to deal with something that has been looming over us for years. And it all began for me in 2021. I mean, I had some ideas before that, you know, but I got this feed come across my my cell phone about an event happening in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I'm thinking, Tulsa? Am I going to Tulsa? So I, I checked on the event. It was with Clay Clark, and it was called the Health and Freedom Conference in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And I've shared some of this event with you all over the years, but that event, that weekend was pivotal for me. It was a time for me to get smacked upside the head about the realities and the horrors of what was really going on. See, there was what we thought, what people told us, what mainstream conversation was. There was what we were allowed to speculate or talk about. Otherwise, we were crazy town. And then there was this underbelly of reality. And it was hard to fathom that such things that they were saying could actually be occurring in our free United States of America. But Clay knew, and the people around Clay knew, that something was dreadfully amiss. So when I went to that weekend, I met people from all across the spectrum of government, politics, medical professionals, attorneys, people who were brought together, probably like me, on a God thing, that were going to embark on a journey we had no idea what was ahead of us. I didn't. But it was pivotal and it changed my life. And as a result, I met a gentleman by the name of Tom Renz, R-E-N-Z. Tom is an attorney and has jumped into this fight and did so. And that's the first time I met him was in, in that event. And I have him today. And what he has done in the medical arena, uh, trying to bring about truth and justice, and frankly, fighting the medical establishment is epic. And I'm so honored to have Tom Renz with us. In addition, I have my old and dear friend, not that he's old, but we've known each other for a while now, and that's Dr. Jeff Barkey, who's one of America's frontline doctors. He has been 
on with me many times, and I trust Jeff implicitly, and he is one of those doctors who went out against the medical establishment to do what was right and honor his oath and was chastised and damaged by his speaking out and up for what was right and as a professional in the in the in the medical arena so i just am so honored to have this show it's been a long time in the making and i've waited until i felt it was the right time but i think it's the right time now because i think frankly more people in the public space can hear it there are those of us who've been in this deep for years but there's others who are just thinking we're crazy town because we say these things because they call us conspiracy theory. But I want to deal with one thing before we get into this communications when they're starting to throw these accusations and nastiness at us. It's meant to put us off, shut us up, stand us down and have us give up. And it ain't working. I want to start with playing um, a hero who's a nurse that was actually on with Tom Renz on one of his podcasts, and you can follow him on Rumble. And this is Nurse Aaron, who was like Nancy Drew, going behind the scenes while seeing what she was seeing. She started recording what's been going on or what was going on at the time in New York in the beginning of the pandemic. Let's take a listen. No, you know, I when I first got assigned to Elmhurst, and that's in Queens, and that was like actually the epicenter of the epicenter hospital. And um, you ever feel like you're kind of like moving in slow motion, and you're kind of looking around like, how am I? Am I the crazy one? Because everybody's going along with it, and. I can't even explain like the feelings that I even feel like to this day talking about it. And now we're what in 2024, but all I, all I could think about is every single person that walked through those emergency room doors was never going to see their family again. And their family was never going to see them. And they were going to end up in the freezer truck outside. Every single person, when you walk through those emergency room doors, you were, that was your, that you were signing your death certificate at that point and everybody knew it. And what's, what's hard is I was assigned to the ICU, uh, at Elmhurst, but I have by trade, I'm an ER nurse. And so I floated over there a couple times and like their protocol essentially was just to dose them up with sedatives and we all know that that is a respiratory depressant so you're going to suppress their respiratory system with respiratory issues ultimately what they wanted to do is just kind of make it so that they could put them on a vent so i from the beginning i've kind of called it like an assembly line to a body bag you know you walk through the door you get dosed with sedatives, you get shipped up to the ICU, you get put on a ventilator. Most of the staff has no intention of going into your room. Uh, sure. There was patients with feces dried up their backs for two, three weeks. I mean, it, they had the IV poles outside of the rooms. They were lying to the family members on, on the phone about like literally everything, all of the treatment. Um, like as a nurse, like I couldn't advocate for any of my patients or they were, you know, they were threatened to be sent home. So it's like, what do you do? You know, and this was 
within the first couple days that I was there, I was like, I'm either going home 